and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast for December 19th, 2012. This is Brendan, and today Tom and I are going to be speaking about intermediate term indicators used in point and figure charting. Okay, Tom, so last week we covered the long-term indicators in point and figure charting, and we're planning on covering the short-term indicators next week, but this week we want to focus on the intermediate term indicators. So what do you want to tell us about that? Well, I think that the intermediate term indicators are probably the... Uh, Probably the, the signals or the indicators that apply most to uh, individual investors, whether you're managing your 401k at work or your own individual portfolio. And the, the reason is that the, the long-term indicators are truly long-term. If you're going to be in or out of the market, the long-term indicators are going to get you out when things are already on the decline. And it's going to keep you in when things are just merely pulling back. The problem is we can have pullbacks of 10% or even 12% and that hurts. You know, I, I don't think too many people want to see those kind of losses. Uh, it's hard to be a long-term investor today. That's it, just the way it is. And, and on the flip side, the short-term indicators are really designed for entry and exit points in and out of the market. Um, maybe appropriate for traders, not appropriate for making changes in your 401k. So the intermediate term really works best and we have several universes that we use to um, measure these different indicators. All right, let's take a look at those. Each of these are uh, bullish percent charts that we use to come up with uh, an intermediate term picture of what's happening in the market. Uh, all of them are bullish percent charts, so they're all kind of similar, but they paint different pictures and they're based on different universes. So the first one we look at is equity mutual funds. Let's hang on a second here before we jump into that because we saw equity mutual funds last week in the long-term indicator. So how can they be part of both? All right, that's a great question. Um, anytime that we're looking at a point and figure chart, we, we can take a long-term view, an intermediate, or a short-term view. Now, last week when we went through the long-term indicators, we were looking, one of the three indicators that we use is the bullish percent for all equity mutual funds on a long-term scale. So now when we're doing our intermediate term indicators, one of the six that we use are equity mutual funds in the intermediate term scale. So that's a great question. Some of the other ones that we look at are world markets. Let's face it, everything that's happening around the globe spills over into the next market. What's happening in the London markets overnight will have a direct impact on the U.S. markets and then the U.S. markets will have an impact on the Asian markets uh, so we have to take all of them into consideration as well. One often spills into the other. Um, we also have a bullish percent chart that we use for the over-the-counter or OTC market that just trades those NASDAQ stocks. Another universe that we look at are optionable stocks. Now, optionable stocks, you know, there's a lot of stocks out there that don't trade options. The stocks, however, that do have options are probably the most liquid names out there. And it's names that big money can move in and out of very quickly 
by using options. So we use optionable stocks as one of our universes is to see what's happening in the market. And then we've got this other post here that says everything. What's, what is that? Well, that's the bullish percent for all equities. So that's everything put together. It's a very global view. It doesn't really work necessarily on our markets in the US. And it sometimes lags all the other indicators. But the big, the big indicator that we historically have used, if you follow point and figure and bullish percent, has been the bullish percent for New York Stock Exchange stocks. There's about 2,700 stocks that trade on the New York Stock Exchange. And historically, this indicator has been the, the main coach uh, to tell us whether we're on offense or defense. Sometimes it moves ahead of other indicators. Sometimes it doesn't. But it is historically been our main coach to tell us whether we're on offense or defense. The thing to remember, though, is that all of these indicators are bullish percent charts. Right. So let's go a little further into bullish percent charts. Okay. Talk about that. You know, the thing you need to remember with bullish percent charts is that even though they're X's and O's, just like a regular point and figure chart, they're not your traditional trend chart that you would use to look at a mutual fund or a stock like Apple or Dell or IBM. So it doesn't have those patterns where you can see multiple buy signals or multiple sell signals or breaking a support line or anything like that. Um, so they're not like a traditional trend chart because we're not really looking for support lines and resistance lines, and we're not necessarily looking for patterns either. Right. So what are we looking for then? What's, okay. you know, yeah. what's the focus on? Yeah, the main thing that we really want to zoom in on is what column is that bullish percent chart in? Is it in a column of X's and going up, or is it in a column of O's and going down? And... We also want to focus on whether it's on a buy signal or on a sell signal. Things on a sell signal, even if they're on a sell signal and then later reverse up, they're still on that sell signal. And so the tendency is that we're going to run into problems. If you're on a buy signal, but your bullish percent chart is pulling back, it's really just a pullback and probably nothing more. And so you really need to focus on whether we're on uh, X's or O's, X's meaning offense, meaning the, the market's going up, or O's, we're on defense, meaning supply is starting to take over and things are going down, and then also whether we're on a buy signal or a sell signal. You know, when we get these moves, uh, these column changes, remember, we're using a chart, uh, instead of having the price per share down the side of the, of the chart, we have zero to 100 because it's a it's a bullish percent chart. And what that means, bullish percent, is it's the percentage of stocks that are on buy signals. So if you're looking at a chart, a bullish percent chart, and it's at 76, that means 76% of all stocks in whatever universe you're looking at, 76% of them are on buy signals. If we start to see a deterioration and more sell signals start to come into place, what we're gonna see is eventually more than 6% of those stocks are going to flip from buy signals to sell signals, and we're going to get a, a column change. And so we're going to get, uh, whenever we get a 6% move, we see a, a shift from one column of X's to O's or O's to X's. Okay. Now, question for you. Normally, uh, when we get a stock market pullback, 
what's a, a traditional correction in the market? Normally looking at 5 to 8 percent. Exactly right. So if we get 6 percent of all stocks uh, moving from X's to O's, meaning from a buy signal to a sell signal, uh, a lot of times we've seen uh, a bulk of the move already just in the column change. And so uh, what I try and caution clients is to not use uh, these charts as, uh, as a switch, but more as an indicator. Because normally we need a breather when we move from one column to the next. So let's talk a little bit more about this uh, indicator business. You know, what I really try and caution people who are just starting to use point and figure charts and just starting to get a handle on all this is that these bullish percent charts are indicators. They're indicators of risk. They're not an on-off switch. What they're telling you is when a bullish percent chart moves from X's to O's, it's a big deal but it's an indicator that the risk has increased in the market. Fewer stocks are participating in the move up. And so we need to be aware of what's going on. So many times I've seen folks who are just starting to understand the, the ins and outs of point and figure charts, they'll look at these column changes in a bullish percent chart and they'll say, oh, it moved to O's, we gotta sell everything. It's definitely not the game plan. We don't wanna be ripping apart our portfolios uh, just because of uh, the bullish percent chart moving from X's to O's. One other thing that I want to mention is that not all of these indicators move at the same time. It's not and not in the same sequence either. We've seen many instances where the bullish percent for New York Stock Exchange will flip first and then we'll see some other ones go in the days to follow. And then we'll see everything else change and the bullish percent for New York Stock Exchange flip last. It doesn't always go in order. It doesn't always happen at the same time, but they tend to move in the same neighborhood, so to speak. So it's important to, to keep that all in mind. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, when we talk about these different indicators and different stocks in our videos and podcasts, it's important to know that none of the securities that we mention in this podcast or any podcast or video represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. This presentation is definitely not a recommendation to buy or sell any securities that we mentioned in the course of the of the call. Now if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you're making a huge mistake. So we strongly urge our listeners to consult with their investment advisor before they make a decision to buy or sell any investment. Now if you don't have an investment advisor, Feel free to contact Maluli Asset Management. You can find us on the web at maluli.net. That's M-U-L-L-O-O-L-Y.net. Or you can call us here in New Jersey at 732-223-9000. All right, so now we've got the long-term indicators covered, the intermediate-term indicators covered. So make sure you tune in next week to hear about the short-term indicators on the next Maluli Asset Management podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.